At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. We are off and running on a Tuesday night. It is the nightcap here on VSIN. Gentleman who finished 10th in the Heisman Trophy <laughs> race in 1998, and and me, Tim Murray. It is uh, it is the nightcap live from the Circus Sportsbook, and you know sometimes you play the dogs like you did last night. Facts. Went one and one, and you get a little profit in your little, little profit, a little profit there. So last night you and I were taking a look at some uh, some dogs, and you had Philadelphia at home against the Dodgers. Max Scherzer on the hill. You know how good Max Scherzer is. But you had the red-hot Phillies coming off their sweep of the Mets as a pretty significant home dog. And then we had the Mets. The Mets, who have been just absolutely dreadful as of late. They've fallen out of first place. They get swept over the weekend. They're playing a bad baseball team in the Washington Nationals. But the New York Mets were over a $2 favorite, Sean. And both you and I kind of looked at both of those games and said, you know what? I'm intrigued by them. I ended up playing the first five on both of these. Sometimes rain happens. The rain saved the Mets. <laughs> I had the Nationals' first five as well. They were up 3-1. Home run at the top base, of the first. No one out. Ugh. And it started pouring. And now they postponed the game. Or, yeah, they yeah, postponed they the game. It. So, Listen, the Mets are a bet against uh, until they Absolutely. prove otherwise. I, I think they're a bet against. I think baseball is just that kind of streaky, momentum-filled sport. So, when you have a dog and they're down, hey, keep kicking them. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I'm sure Mets fans don't love it, but it's just where you're at. And, you know, what we were witnessing, you, I looked at your ticket that you had. You had a little parlay with the Nats' first five. Uh, and the under an, first five in the Phillies-Dodgers. 
Phillies Dodgers, which will get back uh, momentarily. I believe it is about to uh, zero zero. About to hit the uh, hit the the diamond again. We were witnessing a tremendous pitching display by both starting pitchers. Aaron Nola for the Phillies. Four innings, one hit, no runs, seven strikeouts. He was tremendous for the Phillies. And then you had Max Scherzer, maybe not as pristine, but still pretty damn good. Three and a third, three hits, no runs, six strikeouts. He is now out, and uh, they've gone to the bullpen. For you, you're just hoping for no more runs, keep this status quo. I, I wouldn't mind a Phillies run here so I could get uh, that, fir- that first five Money line for the Phillies to come home at a little plus I'm price. I'm cool with that. I'm cool with that. Well, one nothing. Bottom of the fifth, though. Yeah, bottom of the fifth. That's bottom, fine. Yeah. That's the best about playing these uh, these first five money lines, especially it's plus money and you've got the home team. You're sitting back saying, "All right, I'm either going to win or I'm going to get my money back." Right. So that's where we stand right now. That game back uh, in action, and uh, I think we'll get it back. We'll get it on one of these uh, one of these screens here shortly. By the way, uh, just down the road. Um, we've got ourselves Houston against Detroit in summer league action. I, once again, this isn't a game that to bet on, Sean. But not at all. But still, you've got Cade Cunningham going up against Jalen Green, and this is this is I think fascinating. I don't want to put too much stock into a summer league game. That being said, you know these two guys are the two favorites to win Rookie of the Year. Cade Cunningham's the the slight favorite at DraftKings around plus two twenty five. Jalen Green at plus 450. Um, I think you and I are kind of on the same wavelength here. I think Jalen Green is an intriguing play-on type of player for Rookie of the Year. I think you have to play him now because I think every time he plays another minute in Summer League, those odds are going to drop. I mean, sometimes you can just see when a guy has transcendent talent, he has transcendent talent. Jalen Green for Rookie of the Year, I don't think you're going to get any better than the plus 450 that's out there now. So if you're a guy that likes to bet futures, then I'd take it right now. Yeah, and I, I talked about Jalen Suggs. You disagreed with that as a Magic fan. So I, I'm going to listen to the Magic fan on that. I'll take I'll take your I, word for I, it. I think he sh- he's fighting for minutes. I think with, with Fultz there, and they both kind of play the same position. I don't know if they fit together, you know, because Fultz is not a great shooter. I, I don't know how many minutes he's going to play compared to Suggs, who's going to be able to shoot whenever he wants. Yeah, I think I think Suggs comes in and plays quite a bit. But I think Jalen Green, to your point, I thought it was a great one. I mean, he's going to be a volume he's a baller. Scorer. Right now, uh, Cade Cunningham and Jalen Suggs, both uh, with 10 points. That one early in the third quarter. Thus ends your summer league conversation. It's happening down the road, though. I, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a couple uh, important big wigs floating around here over the next uh, week or so. That's a big wig. His name's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. Let's get it rolling. This is our squad. This is the squad we're rolling with uh, for the the remainder. This is the show. This is the nightcap. That is Sean King. I am Tim Murray, and we've got ourselves. I, I had to wear this shirt today. The it's not under until it's over <laughs> because of what we the Royals and the Yankees. What we witnessed last night, Sean, was just rough, man. Rough, rough, rough. Now you took the dog in that one, and you kept calling it. You said that the Yankees bullpen is trash. They are I'm putting words in your mouth they on that are. one. But they they struggled. They blew it. Every they had an answer. The Royals did. Ultimately, the Yankees did win that game. But it was a 13 run total at the end of the day when it was a one to one game after seven, two to two after eight, three to three after nine. 
total 10. So I had to wear the shirt. Uh, and if you'd like this shirt, head over to vcin.com. They got great shirts, uh, sayings like this all over there. So <laughs> I, had to, I had to represent. I was in my closet today, and I said, I got to wear that shirt today. I like that. Got to wear that one. Um, we're keeping an eye on a couple baseball games, uh, Phillies and Dodgers for one. Uh, Sean has the under first five, four and a half. Not ideal for you that it had to go to the bullpen. Both starting pitchers out. However, they got deep enough to make you feel pretty good. At least they got to the fourth. It could have happened in the second. Yeah, like we saw with the Mets and the Nationals, which uh, if you played the over in that one, or excuse me, you played the under, you were in trouble. Uh, But Aaron Nola was tremendous. Max Scherzer, very solid again. Combined 13 strikeouts from the two in uh, seven and a third innings of work. But now they've gone to the bullpen because of the lengthy delay, and we're in the top of the fifth inning there in Philadelphia. I took the plus money first five, uh, first five, the home team, and uh, we'll see if the uh, the Phillies can get to the Dodgers bullpen here uh, in the bottom of the fifth inning. But you know, I, I want to turn our attention to uh, another day, another curveball out of Colts camp. And usually, Sean, we're not talking Colts uh, a whole heck of a lot. You know, coming into, I'll just say, I want to, before we get into the news today where Sam Ellinger was actually taking first team reps, the rookie six-round pick out of Texas, what did did you make prior to the injury to Carson Wentz? What did you make of this division? Because, Sean, as soon as the Julio Jones trade transpired, everybody said, oh, I got to get the Titans. I got to get the Titans. And I understood the mindset, but there was a reason the Colts remained the favorite. I felt like from top to bottom, they had a a stronger roster. I was a little bit higher on Carson Wentz than I think some. I thought him reuniting with Frank Reich. But now, with him dealing with this foot injury, and then you look at the schedule, man. The schedule, and I know you are one who doesn't really look game by game, but knowing that it's either Jacob Eason or Sam Ellinger out of the gates, it is, and it's that scares be you if you're a Colts fan because yeah. it's a quarterback-driven league. Yeah, And there were question marks about Carson Wentz. A lot of people were banking on the fact that him reuniting with Coach Reich, mm-hmm. they could recapture that magic that they had in Philly. I was a little more skeptical because I don't think Wentz's struggles last year were system-related. I just think his was confidence related. Mentality. So I think he had to find a way to get his confidence back. You'll never know that until they line up and it counts. Having said that, with him being out, it puts Indy in a very, very interesting position. And I'm going to give you an angle that you know maybe a lot of people haven't thought about. You go from a veteran in Phillip Rivers who's been around the game, who's known the game, mm-hmm. who can make all the line of scrimmage adjustments for the entire offense, get you out of bad plays into good ones. You inherit Carson Wentz, who knows Frank's right system inside and out. They went to a Super Bowl together. They were magic. And now you go to two unproven young quarterbacks who've never taken a regular season snap. So offensively, that really is going to limit and inhibit Frank's ability to really call the game the way he wants. So they're going to really try and rely on Jonathan Taylor, Marlon Mack, uh, I think Himes, Hines. and other, other yep. back there. So it's interesting that we're comparing them to Tennessee because I think early in the season, Indy's going to look a lot more like Tennessee has looked the last couple of years. <laughs> Run first team, play great defense try and win the game in the fourth quarter, and Tennessee is going to look like Indy. I think they're going to be more explosive. They're going to open that offense up. They're going to take some of the load off of Derrick Henry. So we'll see, can a Tiger change his stripes? Looking at the start of the of the season for the Indianapolis Colts, and I'm going to throw a theory your way, and I'm curious your okay. thoughts on it. So the schedule is is rough, man, because you've got home games where you're going to be dogs and back-to-back weeks. Remember, they opened as a favorite 
against Seattle. Now they are a three-point underdog against Seattle, and that makes sense. Uh, Kenny White uh, said that his power ratings made it uh, about a five-point swing uh, when you look at the change from Carson Wentz to either other quarterback on this roster. And and then you look at, I'm just pulling up, making sure that it's still three uh, across the board here for Indianapolis. It's uh, some three and a halfs out there with the Quentin Nelson news. Who it's going to keep going up. Then you get the Rams at home. Mm-hmm. Then you're on the road at the Titans. You're at the Dolphins, which we'll get into the, uh, the AFC East. Curious to get your thoughts on them. But many people expect an improvement from the quarterback position. A lot of talent on that roster. At the Ravens on Monday Night Football. Short work week, back at home against Houston, at the 49ers, home to the Titans. They're going to be an underdog, Sean, in all but one of those games. And the only game they'll be a favorite, it'll be a short week for them to turn it around and take on Houston. We don't know when Carson Wentz is coming back. Right now, it seems like it's either Eason or Ellinger, a fourth-round pick from a year ago, or a six-round rookie in Sam Ellinger. And we have some uh, odds up there who will be the week one starter. (laughs) Remember the trade for Carson Wentz. Right. It is a conditional second-round pick. It goes to a first if Carson Wentz plays 75% of the snaps or plays 70% of the snaps and they make it to the playoffs. I'm just saying, if they get off to a little bit of a bumpy start, they may not rush Carson Wentz back to ensure we want that first-round pick next year now maybe that comes at the end of the season maybe week 16 week 17 week 18 they see the writing on the wall sean and they say okay we're just gonna we're gonna sit carson wentz we're not making the playoffs let's let's ensure that we get our first round pick and don't give it to philadelphia but that i think is maybe on the back of some people's minds in indianapolis maybe not frank reich but maybe uh you know chris ballard their general manager i could understand that line of thinking but i would say this Hello. Oh, there's a fire alarm. Got a fire alarm. You see smoke? I don't know. Well, this is this is unusual. Day number two for for Sean, and uh, we've got a we've got an announcement going on. Right, but we'll keep it going. All right. We'll keep it going until someone knocks on the door and tells us to go. Right. But I, I will say this about the Colts. You don't want to waste your prime guys. Right. Prime years. T.Y. Hilton's still an elite receiver, mm-hmm. but he's getting older. Pittman's coming off of an outstanding year. Love Michael Pittman. You know, you finally get Michael Marlon Pittman. Mack healthy to compliment Jonathan Taylor. You have one of the best offensive lines in the game of football. Why not go call Phillip Rivers and say, Phillip, come and help us get to Carson coming back from injury? And Phillip Rivers can show up a week before game one and be ready to go. Absolutely. And. Is Philip Rivers, I think for Philip Rivers, and he said not too long ago that if a team called him at the end of the season, all right, uh, we're gonna take a we're gonna take a break. I think we do uh, we do have to get out of here, so we're gonna yeah we don't want to get burnt. We're gonna take a break here. It is the nightcap here on Vison. Well, you know, safety first, Sean. Safety first. Uh, we had some uh, we had some fire alarm uh, activity. Uh, knock on wood, everything's safe. The alarms are off. And uh, we're good to go. We appreciate the concerns on uh, on social media. Uh, we tried to let everyone know. It gave me the time to sit back and watch 
Uh, it's still alive. We just got an infield single. Uh, <laughs> the Dodgers and the Phillies. So, uh, Sean, we were we were in the midst of discussing what's going on in Indianapolis, and uh, we were thrown off. The cook, uh, the cook got a little carried away with the souffle. Yeah, everything's okay now. Maybe how Jacob Eason could be thrown off uh, week one. So you were bringing up the point, and I thought it was an interesting one. If you're Philip Rivers, what do you ultimately do? Right, you're you're coaching college, high school football down in Mississippi, I think, wherever he is. He's, he's coaching high school football with his army of children. You know, finally, dad time. But, you know, maybe if you're Philip Rivers, you're like, I want to get back in the NFL. Let me back in. Um, but if you're the Colts, and, and, and he had said that if a team calls at the end of the season, he'd be interested. Well, if you're the Colts, you have to make that call, right? And, and here's why I think it makes a lot of sense. Outside of all the things that look appealing on the surface. It allows you to have a Sam Ellinger package. Right. Because Sam's more of a running quarterback. He's physically a lot like Taysom Hill in a lot of ways. So you could integrate that package into the early season games and get Sam some experience. So if the Carson Wentz injury is something that's substantial and going to keep him out for a longer period than they think right now, you get Sam some experience at playing without having the pressure of having to play the entire game. And if you're the Indianapolis Colts, right, you were in the playoffs last year, um, you, you're, you're all in it right now to win. And that's why you went and made this trade to go get Carson Wentz, not draft a quarterback high up. So your visions right now are to win this moment. So I think your best solutions, and going back to those odds at DraftKings of who will be the week one starter, is Jacob, Jacob Eason's the rightful favorite. But I, I would... I would take a little bit of a flyer on Philip Rivers at plus seven fifty. Now, there's been no reporting, Sean, that that he's you know they've reached out to him, but or he's even interested. But, but it makes sense. Of, there's plenty of time. We still have a month from the start of the season for the Indianapolis Colts, and maybe Jacob Eason. Well, clearly Jacob Eason. There's there's some questions there because Sam Ellinger got all the the number one reps. But if you're Frank Reich, let's put on the coaching hat. Okay. Um, if you're Frank Reich. You can't be sold on Jacob Eason right now. He was a fourth-round pick a year ago, didn't take a snap. I, it totally makes sense to give Sam Ellinger some number one reps. See what you've got in the guy you spent a sixth-round pick on but played high-level college football. See, see what you have there. I, I, I almost feel like there's a little bit to do about nothing. It, I think Frank Reich is doing the right thing. He should be checking out how Ellinger can play with the ones in early August. Absolutely, and... Again, I think Ellinger has a skill set that allows them to be successful on offense, even if they're not prolific throwing the football. You know, you look at Jacob Eason, I've always viewed him as a backup. Mm -hmm. And I watched him in college, two different programs, both high, highly rated, you know, high, I guess, pressure-packed programs in a different sense. And in Georgia, a little different in Washington, but both programs with expectations. I never watched those games and felt like he was the best player on the field. So generally, when I have a quarterback that fits into that evaluation bubble for me, I look at him more as a backup. Jacob, from everything I heard, is a smart, high football IQ guy. He's a guy that does have arm talent, but has never been able to put everything together. So I look at him more as a second string guy. Ellinger gives you that starting quarterback ability to move the sticks. We talked about it with Kyler Murray. He is a running quarterback, which you can 
develop a game plan around Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack that includes QB run game and try and get some wins until Carson comes back. Listen, if you can go 500 with Carson out using Eason and Ellinger, the Colts would be happy. They'd take that. 100%. I just don't know if they can do it with that schedule. That is a rough schedule to start the year. Do the Colts make the playoffs right now to miss the playoffs minus 140? I think they missed the playoffs. This is a this is a difficult blow to be dealt. Maybe they go get Phillip Rivers. Wasn't like a lot of teams are knocking down his door, Sean. Yeah. He retired for a reason. In their defense, a lot of teams would be in the same boat without their start. Oh, 100 percent. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. We're back. We're safe. We're good to go. Let's talk a little uh, college football. An intriguing prop bet put out today in town. We'll discuss that on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. I'm not guarding like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The V 
VEASAN College Football Betting Guide is here. Start your football season on the right foot with our expert analysis and picks for conference champions, Heisman hopefuls, and playoff teams, plus power ratings for every single team. Now is also a great time to get your all-access VEASAN subscription, including our college and pro football betting guides, along with everything we offer for the entire football season. Get your college football betting guide for only $19.99 and start, or start your free all-access trial today. Head over to vcin.com backslash subscribe. Sean King, Tim Murray with you. It is the Nightcap live from our circus studios in downtown Las Vegas. And uh, before we get into a little college football discussion, uh, I'll let you know about a loser that I had. Uh, thank you, Rain. Really appreciate it. You were, you were top-notch at Philadelphia. Aaron Nola was going swimmingly and uh, on our way to maybe a probably a push. But you know what? Maybe I get a run in the bottom of the fifth. But the rain delay comes, and the bullpen for the Dodgers and Vasilla comes out, throws four strikeouts, and the Dodgers able to get a run off of uh, off of Hammer in the fifth. Your bet comes home under four and a half uh, with a, with a breeze in the first five. I took the dog and was uh, hoping that he'd be barking. Seemed like I might get a push at very worst. Unfortunately, the rain came. Such is life, and uh, the Dodgers lead one nothing after. Five into the top of the six there, and, a, and an important series. Everything, everything right now for Philadelphia is uh, is very important with a two-game lead over the Braves. It is, and they're hot. I still think they have a chance to win this game. Sure, you know uh, they've had some late-game magic. We'll see if you know it exists tonight against a really, really good Dodgers team. Yeah, so we will uh, keep you updated on on all things baseball uh, throughout the night, uh, but. Uh, Chris Andrews and the folks over at South Point uh, put up a a season prop today. And, this is interesting. And and I I love when Chris does this. And by the way, Chris will join us later on in the show, nine o'clock Pacific, midnight Eastern, to discuss this if there's been any line movement. Um, but they they've done this over the past years. I, I don't recall them doing it this early. Um, you know, they did some college basketball ones this past year. It was uh, Gonzaga and Baylor versus the field. Uh, I believe they put that one up. Um, so here's the college football one, and uh, we'll put it up for those watching on vcin.com. So your odds-on favorite in this four-way prop at the South Point is a group of six teams, Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, UNC, Oregon, Texas A&M. They are minus 125. You get that group of teams, minus 125, to win the national championship. The next group, plus 225, Alabama, Texas, Iowa State, Miami, Penn State, Cincinnati, mm. plus 225. So a little plus money. Clemson, LSU, USC, Notre Dame, Florida, Wisconsin, they're at 4-1. to one. And then the field is at 20-1. to one. Sean, I'll just say this. I know everyone looks for value. I see none in the field. I don't know. Give me a team that could get into the playoff, win two games in said playoff that is not that we did not just list. I I don't see it out there. So I know the odds are twenty to one. And usually when you see bets like this, your eyes go to the field. But in college football, if we've learned anything. There isn't really much value on the field, so is it fair to eliminate the field? You you don't wow. want to. I wow. know you don't want to, but I think we have I'm, to. I'm searching, and I'm. Tr- 
Does Lane Train get Ole Miss rolling? Does Leach in his second year, no. you know, create magic at Mississippi State? I'm, I'm trying to talk my way into, you know, one of those teams. I mean, like, I could see magic from Lane Train. Yeah, Missouri has kind of jumped up out of nowhere in past years. But to years. win the national champ, I think the only team I can't – I mean, Washington's going to be good. I can't see them winning at all. Um, I don't. The Penn Pac, State, the Pac-12 has to get into the actual Pe- final. Yeah, right. To win. So they they tend to <laughs> tend to cannibalize themselves. I think there's a lot of value in the Clemson, LSU, USC, Notre Dame, Florida, Wisconsin group. All right, let's talk about that one. So it's four to one. Clemson right now, and I and I took a look just using South Point's odds to compare them. So right now at South Point, Clemson's five to one to win the championship. Mm-hmm. So in order to make this bet, you have to think that at least one of those five teams has got a chance to win it all. LSU, I know you like, but you're a little bit worried. Ah, with Brennan out. Yeah, yeah. with Miles Brennan it's out. Quarterback it's, out. I don't it's going like to be Johnson's uh, And listen, Brad I love Johnson's Brad's son. son. Brad, good friend of mine. Yeah. I just think his son still has a year to really mature as a passer. I think he's an outstanding athlete. I think he has great leadership. But to win a national championship and go through the SEC West, I don't know if he's ready to do that yet. USC intrigues me. Love their quarterback. Uh, Keaton Slovis Love is, is a, in my opinion, a very, very viable Heisman Trophy mm-hmm. candidate. Uh, they've got talent. Um, you know, the, US, the, the Pac-12, as you mentioned, it's, it's always up in the air. Could they make a run to the playoff? I think absolutely. Could they put it all together? Mm-hmm. Mm, I don't know. I, I don't, I'm down on Florida as a Notre Dame fan. I don't think this is a playoff caliber team right now. They lost a ton of talent. You saw in the NFL draft, they lost enti- their pretty much entire offensive line, new quarterback. Uh, they do have playmakers in the backfield, uh, but ultimately I just don't see this being a playoff team. This Wisconsin, was, right. though, Sean. It was three teams that intrigued me and why I think there's value here. Wisconsin, Southern Cal, and Clemson. Because I all think they have a chance to be their conference champion. And to get in, I think you have to be the conference champion if you're not in the SEC. Right. I think the SEC is probably the only conference where the, a non-champion would make it. So if Wisconsin is actually in the Final Four, that means Ohio State's not. The funny thing about this is three of these teams play each other. Right. Wisconsin, Notre, Wisconsin plays Notre Dame, and USC plays Notre Dame. So you're eliminating two of those teams, likely. I'm eliminating Notre Dame. Notre Dame is is, right. It's it's three teams. Clemson, Southern Cal, Wisconsin. I think you eliminate Florida, too. I'm not high on Florida. LSU, I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, They're going to be good, but they're not national championship good. I want to jump down to, I I don't like the plus 225, unless you think Alabama's going to win. If you think Alabama's going to win, I'll just look at that group real quickly. Alabama, Texas, Iowa State, Miami, Penn State, Cincinnati. I know you like Cincinnati. They're 50-1 to to win it all. If you like Alabama, just play them win it all. Right. Don't, don't play this prop. I don't think any one of those five teams can win a national title. The really interesting one is Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, UNC, Oregon, Texas A&M. You're getting four teams. That all, I mean, that, that could be the college football UNC playoff. UNC is the, is the – actually, Oregon. I mean, yeah, if, it, if it could Oregon, be Oregon, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Oregon plays Ohio State week two. If they pull that game off, why not? UNC, their schedule really makes up for them. Over-under on wins is 10. They play a road game at Notre Dame. No Clemson in the regular season. Oklahoma can win it all. Ohio State can win it all. Georgia can win it all. And you're getting the throw-in of UNC and Oregon. They're the rightful favorites. At minus 125, I almost think it's worth it. I don't like to... I don't like to... uh, Well, this discussion's not over. 
We need to discuss it more. But Matt Humans is coming up on the other side. You know what? We'll get his thoughts on this. He's got some preseason football thoughts okay. as well. Matt Humans will join us on the other side. It's the nightcap here on Beeson. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Indeed's instant match searches through millions of resumes in Indeed's database to deliver candidates who fit your job description instantly. Find out more, head over to Indeed.com slash credit. It is the nightcap. We roll along. That's Sean King, former Tulane great, 10th in the Heisman Trophy. Didn't get an invite. Should I keep bringing that up or should I let that go? Should I go let it, like, I, mean, you're I, I, I look at that as, as like, you're the host. You do what you want to do. <laughs> I don't know if Matt Newmans was in the uh, where he stood in the 1998 Heisman Trophy race, but uh, he joins us now, host of My Guys in the Desert, also uh, writes everywhere, uh, any publication you see, Matt is a part of it. And Matt, I, I do want to bring you on to talk some preseason football, but uh, we were just discussing the season prop that South Point just put out there, and, and I'm curious to get your thoughts on it because you were you know, a key cog in, in our uh 
in our college football preview this year. So you've got the grouping of Alabama, Texas, Iowa State, Miami, Penn State, and Cincy, plus 225. The grouping of Clemson, LSU, USC, Notre Dame, Florida, Wisconsin at 4-1. to one. Ohio State, Oklahoma, Georgia, UNC, Oregon, and A&M. They're your odds-on favorite at minus 125. And I went ahead and eliminated the field. It's 20-1, to 1, but I don't know who, who could possibly crash the party outside of those uh, 18 teams. So I don't know how much you looked at this earlier today, but uh, anything jump out at you uh, of those, of those four, uh, three groupings? Absolutely not. And uh, I'll tell you what, but when we get this out of the way, before we jump into this, um, Sean King, I, I remember watching him on that Tulane team that went undefeated in the 1990s. Tommy Bowden was coach. I think Rich, Rich, uh, Rich Rod was offensive coordinator, maybe. Yep. Um, and then uh, the next time I remember seeing Sean King outside the NFL, he was throwing 10 touchdown passes for the Las Vegas Gladiators yes. about 15 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> My two-game arena uh, league career. <laughs> Good times. Good times. Gladiators. I do think that's about 15 years ago. But anyway, uh, you know why college football futures talk bores me to death, and uh, the reason why is there's just not much value on the yep. board. Um, you just you, you've got about seven or eight, maybe eight teams have a realistic chance to make the four-team playoff. I would love to see Cincinnati make it. You know, kind of like uh, Tulane was in the in the 1990s. Uh, you always root for the little guy, and you know, in this case. Cincinnati's the little guy and has to run the table like Tulane did. They even have a chance. And the great thing about the uh, Bearcats, they played back-to-back games with a buy-in between at Indiana, at Notre Dame. So they've got a couple opportunities uh, to get there. But even if the Bearcats run the table, beat Indiana and Notre Dame on the road, that still doesn't guarantee they're going to get into the four-team playoff. Uh, I mean, I guess if I were going to take a shot, I would love to see Cincinnati, and you can find 100 to 1 odds, maybe a little bit higher on the Bearcats. But, Tim, I'm just not going to bet. Uh, I'm not going to get involved betting any of the college football futures when you're talking about plus 250, mm-hmm. 4 to 1. That stuff bores me. It's just, there's just not enough value there uh, to play those. I would agree. I, and looking at that, you, like you said, you bet off if you like Cincy, just betting them straight. Yeah, right, bet them straight. Or, you know, if you like Georgia, uh, bet them straight. They're, I mean, I think. If you're looking for value, so to speak, Matt, it's to me it's it's Oklahoma. If you like them, if you could find them at a, a six or seven to one, it's a Georgia. I mean, that's it. You know, those are, those are that's the value play. I remember last year when I got to town, Alabama was five to one at the Westgate Superbook, and I said that's that's way too high. And mm-hmm. and and that's what college mm-hmm. football futures are five to one on your blue bloods because it's been proven out until we're you know something changes. Uh, that the, the talent is just so much higher when you get down to those final four, Sean, that it, it's hard to, to bet the futures. It's a fun discussion, uh, fun to look at, but, yeah, I mean, really outside, as, as Matt had six to seven teams, it's, 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 it's Think about there's nothing there. Think about there, too. I mean, you're, you're, you're uh, bragging about a, a future. Five, five to one. Five right. to one. Right. right. Five to one. And you're, yeah, you're not going to get five to one too often on Alabama or Clemson, but that's what that's the reality of college football futures betting. You're just not going to find a long shot, right? Talking to Matt Humans, uh, my host of My Guys in the Desert. All right, let's get to uh, let's get to the fun stuff because I saw you and Wes earlier today breaking down some preseason football, <laughs> um, and uh, I know there's a game that intrigues you. It is uh, it's coming up on Thursday night. 
You got Washington visiting New England. Uh, the total's actually risen three and a half points from the opener. And uh, Washington is laying two on the road at New England. Um, what do you make of this game, uh, Matt? Well, I think it's interesting. I love to bet in the handicap the preseason. And I think a lot of betters got off to a good start last week playing the Steelers or the under 33 in that Hall of Fame game. Uh, there are angles you can find in some of these games. You're not always going to. It's not going to play out the way you want to, but some of these games just uh, turn into coin flips in the second half when you're talking about backup quarterbacks and just uh, reserves fighting for roster spots, deciding the uh, the point spread decision or the straight-up win. But when I look at the Patriots, and I, I think uh, Sean can probably uh, break this down for you as well, Cam Newton is more of a threat as a read option running type of quarterback. I think he's very slow to go through his, his reads and his progressions. He's very slow with his delivery of the ball. Mac Jones is a rhythm passer, gets it out quickly. You saw him operate in that Alabama pass offense last year. I think he runs what Josh McDaniels wants to run, uh, more what they ran with Tom Brady. That's McDaniels' offense. So the Patriots are really running two different offenses, one with Cam, one with Mac Jones, and they're going to have to make a decision at some point, what are we going to go with? I kind of think it's trending towards Mac Jones might take this job away from Cam. But that makes the Patriots, I think, a, a really intriguing team to watch in the preseason, maybe a pretty good bet. The Cam's, I think, going to get one or two series in this game against Washington. You know, I, we all respect the Washington defense, but this is not going to be the number five, uh, you know, a top five defense on the field in the first game of the preseason. Ron Rivera is going to rest a lot of these guys. And, uh, you know, Fitzmagic's probably not going to play a lot, so you're going to see the backups. But what I like is the competitive situation of quarterback. After Cam goes out, Mac Jones has got a point to prove, and he's going to get extensive playing time in this game against Washington. After Mac goes out, it's going to be Brian Hoyer, maybe for the entire second half. Now, Brian Hoyer is playing against any number one defense. You don't want to bet on him. But he's going to be playing against third stringers when he comes in the game in the second half, and he's got a lot of experience. I thought this would be a pick'em game or Patriots minus one. I'm not really sure why the Red, uh, why Washington is uh, a favorite on the road, uh, but I like the situation with. Pay I think they're going to bounce back. I think the Patriots are going to bounce back in a big way this year. You have to handicap the preseason a little bit differently, and to me, it's about Mac Jones and Brian Hoyer maybe being a little bit better than the Washington uh, backups in this game. So I did bet the Patriots plus two. <clears throat> Matt, I agree. I agree with everything you said. Um, I am a guy that thought the Alabama quarterback was the best quarterback in this tr past draft. Really? I had him rated number one. I thought he did Trevor all Lawrence? the things. Yes. Wow. Had him over Trevor Lawrence. I think he does all the things that you have to do week in and week out in the NFL to play at a high level. As far as identifying defensively what they're doing, having a quick release, having functional mobility. By that, I mean being able to slide, move in the pocket, and still throw the ball in rhythm. His ball location is phenomenal. Does not have elite arm talent as far as pushing the ball down the field, but he has elite anticipation. Mm. So he knows when he throws the ball down the field, he has to get rid of it a little quicker. He's able to do that. Now, having said that, Matt, the thing that scares me is I'm a big believer in the Washington backup quarterback. Taylor so I just I'm a, I'm a Bucks fan. Grew up in St. Petersburg. I've always rooted for the Bucks. I saw what he was capable of doing this past season's playoffs. So that scares me sure. more than anything because I think he has a point to prove. I think he, in his mind, thinks that he should be the starting quarterback for Washington. And I think a lot of people right. on that team agree. 
So when he's in the game, I think you're going to get, you know, an, an all-around effort from everybody on offense. You know, what do you think about that? No, that's, I mean, there's always a counterpoint to every point you're going to make when you're uh, uh, explaining why you're making a bet. And obviously I respect Taylor Henneke as well and Kyle Allen. I don't think Steven Montez is going to do much um, if he gets in there, the fourth stringer from Colorado. But, yeah, uh, I agree. I, I think that the uh, the Washington backups are actually pretty solid. When I ranked the uh, backup quarterbacks, and I I got the depth charts up there at com one through 32. I think Washington has one of the better situations. Also, I, but I like the Patriots situation as well. So I think it's going to come down to who's more, who's the more effective number two quarterback here, yeah, right? And true. we'll see what Mac Jones can get done in his first game in the NFL. I, I think the Patriots are going to be a really intriguing team. And I, you know, just in the big picture, not necessarily in this game, I think the Patriots can be a play on team in a lot of spots this year. How do you think having only three preseason games as opposed to the normal four? is going to impact the rotations of teams as far as their front-line guys? Yeah, that's a good question, too, because I'm, we're all trying to figure that out. I think the number two guys are going to play a lot more, and uh, you're going to see probably, I, I guess it kind of remains to be seen how the coaches are going to treat. Is the dress rehearsal game going to be week two, or is it going to be week three, or are some coaches just going to scrap it all together? You know, So that's another question we've got to answer. I think we're just going to see the number two quarterbacks play a lot more We'll see a lot less of the starters. I know we're going to run out of time here. I did want to mention to you guys, I like the Raiders, too. Uh, Saturday night's going to be the first game in Allegiant Stadium with fans. I think John Gruden's going to get caught up in the excitement here and want to win this game. But he's got a good situation with Marcus Mariota as the backup. He does. And I know he likes Nathan Peterman a lot. Not many other people like Peterman, but Gruden likes him. Uh, <laughs> but you're not going to find – a much better number two quarterback in the NFL than Mariota. And if he, if he plays a lot Saturday like you think he would, uh, I think the Raiders are going to be a good spot in this game because if you look at it, Dwayne Brown is out, right? Jamal Adams out. Those guys want new contracts. The Seahawks offensive line is not very good, and you take Dwayne Brown out, there's no really no reason to play Russell Wilson. And Sean Mannion's probably the best Seahawks quarterback, so I like the Raiders in that game as well. Yeah, and I think historically John Gruden has actually fared quite well uh, in the uh, in the preseason. Sean, you probably could attest to that. Uh, so we'll uh, we'll get the insight on on how John Gruden looks at the preseason on the other side. Matt, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. You bet. Thanks. There he is, Matt Humans. Vison's own my guys in the desert. I like Matt. Yeah, me too. Yeah, worked with guy. them all last football season. That's Sean King. I'm Tim Murray. It's a nightcap here on V. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get one hundred and fifty dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.